Good morning, everybody. We are GFBS. We're Grand Fork's best source. Joining us on today's show, Claire Zernhelt. We're going to be talking about Christmas in the park here in just a couple of minutes. Show today brought to you by Do So Photography. Talking about Christmas. Have you got those Christmas cards figured out yet? Have you even been thinking about it? Tell you what, get a hold of Do So Photography. You can do a lot of this stuff on his website. It's pretty cool. Uh, go to dosophoto.com or if maybe you're not too tech savvy like this guy here call him up 218-230-4325 get those christmas cards in the mail you're running out of time and speaking about running out of time if you got your senior portraits done yet they're seniors in high school he might still be able to do them for you along with corporate pics you can also get your business headshots your family portraits all of it you know if you want to look the best do so photography can do that check them out dosophoto.com and before we get into the show, if you want to call us or text us with any questions about Christmas in the Park, our number is 701-213-0863. Again, that number is 701-213-0863. Time now for our daily segment, Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. <laughs> Here we go. Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. What happens if you eat Christmas decorations? What happens if you eat Christmas decorations? Well... You get tensilitis. Come on, Paul. What would you think of that one? Uh, tensilitis. I think that could have been a little bit better. Okay. Well, uh, Claire, what did you think of that joke my neighbor tells me? Well, it sounds a little bit like some of our uh, Lions meetings jokes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do try to be kid-friendly uh, with our jokes my neighbor tells me. Uh, Claire Zernhelt, uh, pleasure to meet you. Tell us a little bit about yourself, if you would. Well, I'm a retired individual from uh, Lisbon, North Dakota, originally. Uh, currently uh, involved with uh, the Lions uh, South Forks Club and also with SCORE. Oh, okay. Okay, we've had the, the guys from SCORE on the right. show a few and times. So that's been, that's been real real fun to be a part of mm-hmm. and see the different businesses that go through there. Sure, sure. How did you get involved with Christmas in the park? Uh, raised my hand at the wrong time, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, if the people out there, uh, maybe they're new to the area, they don't know what Christmas in the park is. Um, what is Christmas in the park? Well, uh, going back to our flood, uh, part of the reconstruction, of course, was uh, dike lines <clears throat> and uh, different areas that were behind, you know, on the wet side. Mm-hmm. And Lincoln Park was one of those. And, of course, it was an old neighborhood. And so it had all the existing streets in it. Yep. And yep. so the decision was made to, uh, you know, to, to let the one, you know, one road go around. And then the city came uh, to us for the project and uh, gave X amount of dollars. And I want to say it was in the $35,000 range for us to put infrastructure in, mm-hmm. transformers, power boxes, yep. you know, things like that. But we didn't have to do roads or anything. So, and the trees are all there. And so that was uh, what the guy started with. And fortunately, one of our, our, uh, 
more uh, loyal members is uh, Leon Como from Como Electric, and oh. so putting electric in was uh, was his bag, and uh, him along with Dick Compton, who uh, some uh, displays is uh, are uh, uh, dedicated to, uh, spent an awful lot of time down there with other lions, and so uh, in two thousand and two is when the park opened for its first year. So okay. this is our 19th year. Wow. You know, it's been so long uh, since I've gone down there and checked this out. It, you know, it's a little different when your kids grow and they're out of the house and they're all gone and all that. But, you know, let's face it, you don't see people decorate like they used to. You used to be able to drive around town and just stare at Christmas decorations and Christmas lights. You could do that all night long. But this is kind of a, a thing... It doesn't take as long. You don't have to drive all over town, but there are some beautiful displays. Oh, absolutely. And the last time I was there, it seemed to me there was like maybe a dozen, but this was a long time ago. But you have got, I mean, how many displays are down there? Roughly 60 right that, now. Wow. So if you were to drive through it, um, how long would it take? Oh, it's a, actually a, you know, just a kind of a steady pace. You know, you, uh, your best uh, option is to, you know, to turn your lights off so that you're not overtaking the mm-hmm. displays with your headlights. And then also your uh, headlights aren't beaming into the person in front of you type of thing. So then you're, you've got to be a little cautious as you go through. Uh, I went through last night just to check to see if there was if everything was running, you know, and because uh, every so often something's out of out of sync. And sure, you need to make sure everybody's displays are going. We have uh, probably twenty twenty five displays in there that are owned by the Lions uh, oh. Christmas in the Park, and we rent those out. And then we have the private uh, displayers that come in uh, and and put on other lots. So mm-hmm. it's it, originally it was all. Uh, private displayers, mm-hmm. you know, and that was how it was done. And then it's kind of progressed from there, based on uh, uh, wanting to have as much light in the park as you can, get as you know, and and have it available. You know, we have uh, have had several, and uh, this year is no different. Uh, come in late. Oh, geez, I always wanted to be a part of the park, but I don't have anybody to put that display up for me. I'm just a you know little uh, uh, pet store, and I don't have that you know that kind of manpower. Mm-hmm. And so we rent them a display, you know, and uh, put it up for them, store it. You know, all that kind of stays our, you know, stays our uh, property per se. And uh, so it works out really nice that way. We, we get people that convert. I had uh, two of them this year that bought their own displays. Okay. And so that made those displays available for somebody else to rent this year. I would imagine storing all of this in the off season has got to be quite the chore. It's a process. Uh, actually, we've uh, got it down to two small uh, enclosed trailers and one large job trailer. Oh, wow. And, uh, and we've actually downsized it. Used to be the displays came with uh, black square uh, frames, mm-hmm. and they were the you know the LED rope and stuff is what was used. Well, now it's all LED and it's uh, metal framework that the, the the lights snap onto, and you know that's what creates the the scene. It's in there, so they're a lot less cumbersome than they were before. I, I remember the first time I worked down there, and we opened the back of the trailer up and. I said, how do you get all of those back out? <laughs> now, when it comes to building these frames and all that, are there volunteers that put all this stuff together so you can oh, yeah. use it year by year? Yeah. And and who normally are the volunteers? I mean, I would imagine it takes a lot of manpower to, to well, get this got, thing up uh, and rolling. Several people. You know, there's one of the things that, you know, that of course, uh, geez, there's a flood. Oh, geez, all of our boxes are in the water. Mm. So we got to go down and take all the boxes off the, uh, off the pedestals that they're on and, and store them and, and stuff and then put them back again. Uh, otherwise, we'd lose them all. We had one that that, that uh, apparently we thought was not going to get wet this year and did, mm-hmm. and we lost all the breakers you know, in it when we went to start it up this, oh, sure. this year down in the lower spot. Uh, did you have any problems last fall 
with flooding and yes, your stuff? We were even all, all not even sure if we were going to get it open mm-hmm. oh, know, wow. for last year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I know last October, November, whatever it was, September, October, I had more flood damage in my house than I did in 97. Okay, sure. Well, we ended up putting in uh, uh, different kinds of uh, sumps in our house, too. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the, the one sump had been there since the flood and hadn't run. Oh, wow. But it was dead when we, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when we yeah. needed it. No way to test it. <laughs> right. Um, are there any of these, I mean, are all the displays about the same size, or are there any um, that are just, like, ginormous? Or? Well, we, we uh, this year, uh, op construction seems to be, uh, uh, I'm a little concerned that we might need more lots. They put in one of their big dump trucks this year. Oh, boy. And, you know, wrapped it with light and, you know, along with some other things. So uh-huh. they've, they've uh, uh, put in... I think the biggest one that I know of. I'm, yeah, I've uh, I've always hoped that True North or somebody would bring one of their combines down and wow, and put you? in there, but nothing like that yet. Yeah, um, one of those ones that's so big you almost need a building permit to right. put it down there. Right. <laughs> um, and we've got a lot more questions to ask you, but uh, first off, if you've been putting off that remodel or something new around the house long enough. Tell you what, let Executive Properties get it done. Executive Properties, they do all types of commercial and residential work. I mean, everything from bathrooms to kitchens, doors, siding, concrete, cabinets, trim, and tile. You want that done before Christmas? Now is the time to get a hold of them, all right? They'll take the time to listen to what you want done. They're going to do it the way you want it done, and then they're going to do it the right way. Tons of experience. Over 30 years worth. Barry Romo and the crews over there are awesome. They'll take care of you. They offer senior and referral discounts. And you know what? If money's tight, they're willing to work with any budget, too. And if you didn't know this, uh, they do snow removal. In fact, if you look at the best, cleanest sidewalks in the winter downtown in Grand Forks, I can pretty much guarantee you Executive Properties did it. For all your general contractor needs, call them up. Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. Or check out their website, executiveproperties.org. They've got great pictures of the work they've done. And if you want to even see more reviews, check out Facebook and Google. You're going to love their work at Executive Properties, your one-stop company that can do it all. And we are back with Claire Zernhelt. We're talking about Christmas in the park. Uh, We talked about a lot of exhibits. I would imagine uh, on a nice dark night, clear night, you could probably see this from outer space oh yeah we've had uh, uh a uh, you know a ufo <laughs> picture uh displayed and it's and it's pretty to watch it you know go you know over the park and, and mm-hmm. go through the area and stuff like that how bright i guess i couldn't tell you that yep. from from outer space or anything like that but yeah it's uh, like i say when i went last night it's it's so fun when it's a clear night no snow yet unfortunately but it's you know it's uh, when you start you know the the park kind of goes almost around mm-hmm. and so you're seeing all the other displays you know rather than just the ones that are in front of you sure and so there's a lot of light in the park at that time you know uh we were just talking earlier with some uh people from a different company and we were talking about the fact that uh we don't mind if there's no snow right now um, i have a half long half mile long driveway and i live in the country and it's it's a mess in the winter but i didn't think about christmas lights <laughs> Because all Christmas decorations, Christmas lights, they all stand out better when you've got snow on the ground and a nice white background. All right. And it doesn't take much, so we're not looking for what we had last year. Yeah. You know, that was one of those times when snow becomes a problem for mm-hmm. us. I mean, even that blast we got last weekend would have been nice if it still, you know, had that right. inch on the ground or whatever. Exactly. And uh, I'm still deer hunting, too, so it oh. wouldn't be bad to have a little bit of snow on the ground. Now, if you want to go through the tour... How can this be done? I know you can drive. And I think they you get a, a limo and buses, but explain that a little bit. Well, basically, the uh, the, the you know ninety percent, ninety five percent of what goes through the park is vehicles, mm-hmm. private vehicles. Uh, each one of those costs six dollars. Uh, one of the things that we haven't figured out is how to train seventy uh, elderly volunteers to run a. Uh, uh, 
Credit card machine. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't even train this 55-year-old how to do that. So we have some, uh, some disappointment sometimes that you know, people come to the, to the booth, and usually uh, we find a way to get around that if possible, but it, it, I get comments from our people in the booth that, that that's happening. But it's a $6 cash or check mm-hmm. uh, for entry through the park. Uh, for cars, uh, $10 for limos, and $20 for buses. And buses are maybe one or two a year. Mm-hmm. Probably uh, sometimes it's Canadian. Oh, sure. It won't be this year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's too bad, too. I don't, know, uh, I don't know if any of the limo people are doing any kind of rides because of the COVID. So mm-hmm. pretty much we're expecting uh, everything to be pretty much uh, uh, single-family you know, vehicles this year. So when you're talking about a vehicle, could it be anything from, say, a Toyota Camry all the way up to a Blazer? Oh, yeah. uh, as many Four people as you can stuff into it? Yards. Absolutely. We don't care how many are in there. We ask how many are in there mm-hmm. to uh, determine how many you know, candy canes we give out. Oh, sure. And then we also ask if there's any pets because we have snacks for the for the dogs that ride along in the car. So, mm-hmm. oh, what a great idea! Yeah, uh, dogs like checking oh, out Christmas lights too. There's some that they say <laughs> that the dogs know that where they're going. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they're they're ready for the treats when they get there. Oh, yeah, it's like going through the bank drive-through. Yeah, <laughs> uh, my dogs know there's going to be a treat for them if they're riding with me. Yeah. Now, okay, you mentioned the cost, and and where do this where do these funds end up going to? Back to who? well, there's four clubs. The uh, Grand Forks. Uh, Lions Club, the South Forks Lions Club, the Red River Lions Club, and the UND Lions Club. Okay. And so based on basically uh, the ability for each club to participate manpower-wise and stuff, we have a kind of a divvy on that. But all of us, you know, put all of our funds into charities, you know, whether it's uh, uh, the Grand Forks Senior Center or the Mission or any places like that. We've all got a different list of charities, but a lot of common ones, uh-huh. you know, type of thing. And then we go out from there to... You know, uh, prom night and, you know, different, you know, sure. different requests that, that come along. So. so the people out there that are thinking, ah, they're just pocketing this six bucks yeah. I gave them, that's not how it works. No, in fact, uh, uh, after last year, the uh, the amount net for to be distributed to the clubs uh, has equaled $330,000 over wow. the 19 years. So. Man, that is something. Yeah. Um, it got a list of, of some of the uh, uh, displays that are set up. If you want to go through those, I mean, we can give these people a shout out. And, uh, you know, if, if you've got a couple of favorites on there too, Claire, uh, mention them. Well, the, uh, uh, most of them all have you know, put their hearts into, you know, the, the style and design that they mm-hmm. put there. One of the things we ask for uh, as time goes along here is that we've gone away from the static displays. Put some motion on your display, you know, ru- you know. Trailing lights, you know, running lights, different things like that. So the, you know, the kids that are going through, they've been watching games. Mm-hmm. They're they're expecting bursts of light. Yep. And the advantage of uh, LEDs is that they give you that opportunity sure. to do that. You can put different kinds of controllers on them and, and have different things happen with the displays. We have uh, uh, one we added last year was a ten foot tall Santa. You know, at the entrance of the park, giving you a nice wave as you come through, and Mrs. Santa Claus alongside. Another one, uh, our big one, uh, at the end of the park is what we call the animated tree, and it has programs running on it and lights going up and down on on stringers of lights, and a different program runs every night. It kind of looks and, like a uh, Trans Siberian Orchestra. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and sure. What's, yeah. What's fun is that you'll be down there and you'll uh, be working on a display or something that's not running, and you'll be down in that area and you'll be sitting outside your car. And somebody will stop, and it's just like that car is at the stoplight in town. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, just going. <laughs> 
and they, I mean, they sit there for the whole, the whole scene type mm-hmm. of thing. So it's, it's kind of fun to, to know people go down there to have that, that kind of fun with it. And, and, and that's why we run different programs because you don't want to see the same one right. all the time. And we're hoping people will go through to see a different program sure. on a different night. At $6 a car, we don't think it's too far no. off the line. No. I've, uh, in fact, I was online the other day and, and looking, and I, you get towards the cities, it's 20 and 30 and you know, it goes up in, in, uh, in price range. Um, so a new displayer this year for us is American Crystal Sugar. Um, uh, Walls Medicine has an ambulance down there. Oh, and so that's you know so we try to theme them if we can. Mm-hmm. So another one of our uh, new displayers this year is Treat Play Love Pet Supply. Sure, and uh, we bought a snowman or snow family. So mom, dad, the kids, the dog, or the cat, and the baby, and uh, and then put them you know with that display as a rental. So, mm-hmm. so the theme kind of oh, goes sure. together. Uh, Convention and Visitors Bureau, we have a pickup, you know, with Santa and, and you know and, and stuff like that. So uh, I know uh, Caldwell Banker has a new display and a new addition to their display this year. Besides what they've rented for us, they've added in some others. So there's some some nice look there. Um, Right Choice Electric and Op Construction are right next to each other, not for any particular reason, but very bright displays, big displays, so they're they're fun to to run across. Uh, Alaris, Altrue, you know, they're both in there with real nice uh, displays and colors. We have a, a Ferris wheel, you know, that's going around. It's about twelve feet tall. Wow, you know, type of thing. So there's some some unique things in there, and then there's some nice quiet ones, just a, a manger scene, mm-hmm. you know, or uh, one of the churches have come in and, and done something with different things. Yeah, m- more of the traditional. Right, right, right. Um, you know, Claire, it, it's we're waiting for one that we're waiting to. It, it progresses through the season. Is Adam Kemp? Oh yeah, okay. And I don't know if you if you haven't been down there. Last year he had it going from the street. All the way back into the trees, okay, towards the river, um, ice ice things that he makes, and then makes sculptures mm-hmm. out of them. It was just fun to watch, and and that'll be there again this year. He started, he's okay. got one one part, but he he kind of goes, you know, he's probably looking for colder weather right now. He sure, needs, he's yeah, to be able to. F- uh, freeze his forms. Pretty tough to do anything when it's 40 degrees right, outside. Right. Uh, you know, talking to you about this, you have that kind of giddy look on your face. Um, <laughs> this is a lot of fun for you, isn't it? Well, it's, uh, my wife thinks that I'm probably, you know, uh, going through a withdrawal when the, when yeah. the program's off. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the, it's a frustration at times because it does, you know, it's Kind of starts in September, and we do our mailings and different things to you know get everybody back you know back in, uh, getting things uh, out of their out of the uh, the trailers and getting them out on the lots, hoping for a good day to do the you know the layout and mm-hmm. stuff because you don't want it to be you know ten degrees and forty mile an hour wind sure. and stuff like that. So, but it's uh, when you get it all done when you drive through and everything's running and everything's doing what it's supposed to be doing. It's just like any project; you have a lot of pride in it. How long does it take you to get the entire thing set up? Yeah, really, I mean, it's not too bad, except for, you know, there's kind of like pieces and parts. Mm-hmm. So years ago, they used to have them in, in the structures, and they had rebar on them and, and sandbags and all this kind of stuff. And it was like, okay, so, I, you know, we took a you know, kind of look at our, our population of uh, volunteers, and the average age is probably 75. And I said, we can't be carrying sandbags anymore. We can't be fighting with rebar. We can't be, you know, doing all this kind of stuff. And so we started downsizing the size of the displays in a sense that we went from these light rope displays to the uh, LEDs, mm-hmm. still basically the same size, but they're so much smaller and Way so much smaller, easier yeah. to work with. So we can, instead of sandbags and structures, we can put uh, fence posts oh, behind sure. them and, and tie wrap them. And that's all the structure they need. So we were fortunate that Fargo 
wanted to buy all our old ones. Oh, and put up in uh, the uh, I can't remember which park it is that they have it in, have theirs in. But so we we kind of cleaned house, and uh, and that was a good thing for us. And, and now with the LEDs, I would imagine you're replacing a lot less light bulbs. Oh, and every we year. have less failures in the sense of of uh, big big sections of the display yeah. all of a sudden deciding to quit. Yeah, you know, it, it we decorate a lot of lights and stuff around my house too, and. Um, Never fails. You always get a string or a half a string that doesn't work. And then, you know, by then you go try to find some. And I've always, I was one of those guys, LEDs, I balked because, wow, look at how much money those cost compared to a regular string of lights. But you know what? When you don't have to buy another string for 10 years, right. it, it, it covers itself pretty quick. Yeah, a- um, I would imagine uh, the electricity it takes to run this. Now, does the city then foot you guys with the bill and that, that comes off the top, or how does that work? Actually, it's it's metered. XL you know, uh, puts it on and off for us each year, so once we're done, it, that power gets turned off, that none of those boxers are live when, or the transformers are live during the, the rest of the year. Uh, we've been fortunate to uh, have kind of an in-kind uh, a situation with XL and somehow the the bill doesn't show up. You know, and uh, leave it to XL. I mean, that's kind of the way they roll. Well, and, and again, you you look at the 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 reduction in usage by going to LEDs. Mm-hmm. The I don't know that the that the meter hardly turns. Right. Even though there's tons and tons of lights. Down. Sure. Yeah, the LEDs they don't take yeah, much. We don't have the great big you know, floodlights on the displays. We don't have all that stuff. It's all LED and it's probably seven watts. Oh wow. Versus 150. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> when you talk about volunteers, uh, you talk about the average age of volunteers. Are finding volunteers every year to run this, set it up, go through the whole season, is it getting harder and harder to find them? Are you looking for volunteers? Well, the, the, the memberships of the of the four clubs are, are able to, to manage everything at this point. Uh, though there's, you know, there's this thought pattern, of course, that you have to look behind you and see who's, who's coming behind to, to take over the projects. And uh, of course, we've had you know people that have have passed in, in you know in the last year that were you know members of, of the uh, volunteers, and so you start to to see that you've got to make sure everybody's chipping in, mm-hmm. and 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 that's why we have to make it as easy as we could, you know, to to take any concerns out of you know uh, whether it's terribly cold or slippery or sure. you know we get down there and we've had you know forty inches of snow and we've got uh, blades going through and you know pushing up the sides. You can't walk over that stuff, right? You know, and then you got to walk into the display that's got thirty inches and get that back out of there. You got to pull those fence posts back out of the ground. So we had to find some handyman jacks and you know different things to to do that kind of stuff. So we've been fortunate that way. Like any service club, unfortunately, uh, the idea of the style of you know service club, whether it's VFW, Legion, Elks, that's kind of gone away. Mm-hmm. And you're you're looking at people that don't mind doing projects. But they don't want the other stuff, right? They don't want the club meeting. They don't want the breakfast. They don't want the dinners. They don't mm-hmm. want that guy. They just want to go do a project. Yep. And so we're doing, you know, putting do a lot of soul searching both in the lines and in our own club as to what do we do. You know, we've been, of course, been always doing it a certain way. We're a breakfast club. Grand Forks is a lunch club. The Red River is an is an evening club. So mm-hmm. we, we made those, you know, those uh, accommodations years ago based on the on how the clubs meet. And uh, that's worked out fairly well. Some people find one works better after they've been in one for another, and they just transfer over and, and go to that. Go to that. But we're all struggling to to, to find that you know uh, 
thing out there that you know brings people into to why we do the projects. And, yeah, and it not, seems like that's kind of going away. Old ways getting in the way. Mm-hmm. Was uh, COVID a hurdle for you guys setting us, up this year? Uh, actually, the guys uh, have accepted uh, Zoom quite well, mm-hmm. and so for a lot of us, it was kind of almost better. You know, say you're a late guy, mm-hmm. and you you know Tuesday mornings you're you know you're meeting, and so you came home Monday, and that was the only reason you came home. You know, from there, so sure, you sit there and do your meeting from down there. Uh, still have our speakers still you know, the only thing we don't, we can't find each other for, you know, bad jokes or yeah, you know, yeah, anything like yeah. that. <laughs> uh, but otherwise we you know, did well. We started back with in-person meetings, uh, over at the, uh, East Grand Forks VFW. Uh, they were great to accommodate us and start, you know, serving our breakfast for us, which they don't normally do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, as soon as the numbers went back up, we could just sense the, the, the guys all going, Whoa. Yeah. So we went back to zoom. And we'll just we'll just progress as as things go here and see. A couple of the other clubs have struggled to to whether they're going to have meetings or not. So it's been kind of the same thing all over the state from what we hear. Yeah, and you know on the Minnesota side too. I mean, some of these clubs, let's face it, they're going to be struggling to even stay open oh, yeah, if yeah. things can, you know continue the way they're going. Uh, I do want to ask you this, uh, Claire. Can you walk? through Christmas in the park, or do you have to be in a vehicle? Well, if you were to come there and, and were walking, uh, it would be up to you whether you wanted to stop at the booth. Right. And, you know, offer to, you know. But, I mean, why not? Time. You can't. Yeah. Yeah, there's no reason. You can't. It's just that if the cars are going through without lights. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. It's just like going back from being down at the park last night, and I'm watching this little red light. I thought, oh, you know what that is. That's a bike. Mm-hmm. And there was a runner in front of the bike. Okay. And there was a dog alongside the bike, all on Belmont. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking, can't you just go buy one of them bright yellow shirts? Yeah, like a construction with jacket the with the reflecting stuff on them. So, I mean, basically, if you're a walker, uh, beautiful nights uh, lately to be out walking. And, you know, why not take a walk through Christmas in the park? But think about everybody else. Think about your safety. Think about the people driving. Uh, I'd hate to see somebody get run over right. as, and I, as they're looking at Christmas stuff. I suspect there's people that do it and they stay on the inside and stay off the road. Mm-hmm. They just walk through and they're behind the displays. Yeah, and now you can get away with that because there's no snow and like you mentioned, it's not right. piled up on the sides of the streets. Right. And um, wouldn't be a hard at all to, you know, when I go down or I wear a little headlamp to work on the displays and stuff so it would be easy for somebody to walk through or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you guys have a web website or a phone number or a facebook page well, that people want facebook, to find out more uh, south forks lions have a has a facebook page and you know you can connect from there to our to our uh, website as well um basically the uh uh display or the uh, i want to say the poster you know is posted out there um we're doing everything we can to take advantage of of that style of media mm-hmm. uh trying to you know with a project like this you're looking for in kinds or freeze like this uh so it's uh if you go out and spend all your money on on advertising you know yeah there's nothing left what's left yeah yeah Yeah. we spent uh spent uh five thousand dollars on new displays this year yeah and so it's it's a part of our you know we're down to, I think there's two or three older single piece displays that are, you know, ready to go. You know, there's parts on them that are, are not working or whatever. And so we got to call those out at the end of the season and, and look at it. We're uh, giving thought to changing our, not changing so much as, as upgrading our animated tree because it's basically uh, little LED strips that we attach to EMT conduit. 
and that's strung from a tree, and then there's a great big box with a controller and a computer and all that kind of stuff to run it. And, of course, it's 12, 15 years old. Mm-hmm. So it needs to be upgraded to, just to run with new programs. And stuff uh, like it, do you find it hard? I mean, granted, so far this winter has been nice, but do any of these things, cold weather, um, the, the elements, does that affect any of the, especially the older stuff? It doesn't stuff? affect the LEDs at all. Okay. No. no. Uh, computers, anything like just, that? Just having to handle it. So in case of those those strips and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the solder points and stuff from the connections are sure. so fragile. Oh, yeah. You got to be so careful. With yeah, it. and they're just like hair thin, exactly. too, you know. If, if you're doing lighting at home, you know what, what you're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. Um, Christmas in the park, hours? Are there specific uh, hours? We, we open 530 every day now till the uh, tw- uh, 31st of December. Uh, we close the park at 10 o'clock. Okay. And so if you want to go see a very beautiful part of town, uh, Christmas in the park is the is the place to go. Six bucks a car, pack the car with as many people as you can get in it, and that six dollars majority of it goes to charities. Absolutely, I mean it's a win win. There's, there's nothing spent on other than like I say we we do some you know reinvestment right upgrades you know, things like that, that. But no, the rest of it is all going into the community. Um, you know that's something I I had no clue. And uh, next year what we would like to do is uh, before you get rolling, uh, maybe we'll get you back on the show. We'll talk about this, and uh, maybe next year, if you could get some decent pictures this year, we'll be able to show those, too. Okay. We'll, it, but we don't want to show too many. Well, that's, that's you know, I, I post one every once in a while, mm-hmm. you know, on, on Facebook. Just a little just teaser. To get a little, you know, I, in fact, I posted the, uh, the op truck this morning okay. you know, just to yeah, show I, the change so. that's there. It's a different display than they had last year. Uh, there's a couple others in there. Uh, North Dakota Vision Services posted their display. On, online uh, last night, and it said they moved the display to a different lot. They changed you know pieces on it. We love that. We love you know, and they, as far as I know, have been with us ever since the beginning. And you know, those are the people that are just totally excited about doing oh, this absolutely. every year, aren't the, they? The, Paul, the gentleman that takes care of it. You know, I I run into him down there when he's working on it. He's I'm sure he goes through there, uh, especially after you know the first night was open, and I think the second night was the the 35, 40 mile an hour winds out no. of the south. Well, most of us bank everything for winds out of the north mm-hmm. and we get yeah. caught by the south winds yeah it, and so i go down there and the signs are, are tipped over because they didn't have enough sandbags or they didn't put a post alongside of it and so i call and some of them you know they try to do things you know in a way that they can move things around sure sure the trees tipped over the you know different things like that so yeah and, and i would i never thought of that you know 95 percent of the time the winds are coming from the northwest right. and, and when they do come from the south it's usually pretty strong yes uh, that's another thing I never really thought about. And you know, seeing a picture compared to experience it like in real life, I mean, the picture just doesn't do it justice. No, mm-hmm. oh, no, the picture I posted of, of op. I mean, I can't get that that uh, hundred foot wide area that they're using close enough mm-hmm. and get everything in it. You know, with my camera off the phone. You know, yep. so you're you're only given a, a highlight of what's there. But I think you know, I mean, that uh, Sally and her crew out at out at. Uh, at op, you know, is, have done a great job. I think they do some things with, with uh, Adam Kemp a little bit, and mm-hmm. so he helps them with some of the design and and different things. So they've just just been great since they jumped into the park, and they've you know they take a lot of interest in what they're doing, and we and, enjoy that. And you know the weather is supposed to be beautiful for the next week, right. or decent anyway. So uh, you know what tonight would be a great night. Well, the other thought you know you you brought up you know the other people decorating. There are lights out there. Mm-hmm. You know, not there just, are not just ours, and so we think it's a nice drive around thing. Sure, you, know, you do either start or finish with the park, and then you know do the other neighborhood drives and, and things that you can. find. You make a whole evening out of it, right? 
Yeah. And even like Belmont, if you drive from, from my house on 27th and go downtown, it changes every day because yep. there's a new new set going in mm-hmm. all the way in. We're still only the, the 2nd of December. so it's, Yeah, I, I take Belmont in. every morning, and uh, there are a couple of pretty bright houses yeah. uh, on yeah. Belmont. And, and it's, it's such a great time of the year to go and drive around. Like you said, drive around town, drive around the neighborhoods, and go check out Christmas in the park. $6 for a car. Uh, again, 530 till 10 the hours right and going until when is this all done it's on the 31st of december okay so, so the rest of the year every every year it's uh, friday after thanksgiving till the 31st of december so okay one thing i want to just mention uh, as a part of what a lot of people are and and groups are doing uh all true is one of our displayers of course we all know what's going on with with mm-hmm. covid and different things so we're uh, uh just through a, a little benevolence on our part uh, going to take 100 tickets out and, and give to them to to put through oh, the park this year sure so, well so that's nice some of the staff or you know the people that are doing the the day-to-day stuff so mm-hmm. are you, are you yourself down there quite often no actually once it gets to this point uh what i what i'm down there for is if somebody from the booth calls you know that and says okay this isn't running or this one didn't turn on we have some that are timers some that are breakers and then so i go check you know see if a cord's come loose or whatever uh so that's most of what i do the rest of the time it's all different volunteers doing the booth that night and basically there's a you know three boxes that they have to turn on you know get the heat turned on in the ticket booth and away we go uh all of you that are involved with this uh doing a fantastic job and uh everybody that goes and sees it uh, i talk to people every year uh, they love it. They can't wait till the next year. And now after talking with you, like I mentioned earlier, it's been a few years since I've been down there, but I'm for sure. Uh, when my granddaughter comes to town for Christmas, go. we're, we're going to go, go check Papa. it out. Come on, Papa. I might even bring the dogs with, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Claire Zern help. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having us. Really uh, looking it. forward to next year Thank too. You. And, uh, maybe I will run into you. Uh, maybe something will go wrong and you'll be down there troubleshooting. We hope not, but, know. uh, never yeah, know. you never know. I went, uh, went a couple of years ago dressed up as Santa Claus and walked around the displays. So. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> Wow, that is awesome. Christmas in the park, folks. Uh, go check it out. Starts at 5.30. Goes till 10 o'clock for the rest of the year. Uh, again, what park is that in for people that don't know? Lincoln Drive Park. Lincoln Drive Park. Not that hard to find. No. All right. Uh, there you go. Thank you very much again, Claire Zernhelt, talking about Christmas in the park. And uh, special thanks going out today to Integrity Fundraisers. Uh, you know what? Let Integrity Fundraisers help you. Uh, just takes a couple of weeks. They can help any school, sports team, youth group, nonprofits, help you all raise money for much-needed funds. You can purchase personalized water bottles or mugs with your name and logo laser engraved on them. They've got all kinds of drinkware, uh, barbecue sets, cutting boards, poker and golf sets, growlers, flasks, all kinds of cool things. And you know what? Integrity Fundraisers also supports businesses in need of business cards, brochures, any printed materials, design, laser engraving, and shipping. In fact, I went down the hallway today and uh, did some shipping myself with over 300 clients including gfbs and three million dollars raised locally and over 390,000 students served well they can help you too integrity fundraisers in the grand cities mall call 701-402-2171 and let integrity fundraisers help you well tomorrow the bull ring boys are back on a dirty thursday with hall of Famer tom corcoran i can't wait gonna be an awesome show Hey, remember to like, share, and tag us. And we're now on Amazon Music. Tell your smart speaker to play GFBS Podcast. And we uh, would like your five-star reviews on Google, too. Have yourself a great day, everybody. We are Grand Fork's best source, giving Grand Fork's an identity again.